Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today I am just going to ramble for 10 minutes. I'm not even really sure what I'm going to say, but I feel like there's been a lot of developments over the last couple of days, um, and I just wanted to um, get it out of my mind. So the biggest thing that happened was that this morning... Um, I was interviewed to be on someone else's podcast, which was really fun. I was pretty nervous. I rambled a bit. I don't think I made my points as clearly as one day I hope to, um, but it was still a really big step for me. I haven't done anything like that probably since my middle women days, about five years plus ago. Um, and so that episode will be coming out um, either the first well, sometime in February. It'll be coming out sometime in February. And the show is called Her Story Speaks. And I got to share a little bit about uh, my story, what led me to this part, what I'm working on right now, who I am. And I really enjoyed it. Um, but as with really anything that I ever do, um, the anxiety kicked in and even though I was like mostly excited and I only started getting anxious like 10 minutes before we started recording, um, I just noticed that my body goes through a lot of trauma every time I do something like Monday, taking myself to the doctors and driving. Um, and then today doing the podcast, like my digestive system just freaks out. Um, and I just, I, I love myself so much that at this point, I don't want to keep doing that to myself. Um, I just feel really sensitive to everything all the time. Um, and that is just something that I've been reflecting on because the other podcast that I do, the Sapient Living podcast, um, I have a lot of ambition for it. I really want it to be educational and I want to use my degree as a modern applied cultural anthropologist to do ethnographic work and research and interview people and really have it be um, like highly produced and scripted. And um, I want each episode of the Sapient Living podcast to correspond with an article that has even more information and resources. And um, I'm just not up for doing that right now. And I know that I could just produce something that wasn't so high quality, but um, that's also something that I've been thinking a lot about lately, which is that I have really, I, I mean, I was going to say like really good taste, but that's not really what I mean. And that's super subjective. I just, I have a vision for what good quality looks like and feels like to me. And I grew up really being um, silenced for my standards. And um, I just don't want to do that to myself anymore. So I'm I'm somewhere between not having the peace of mind and the um, like relaxed enough body to do what I dream of doing one day, but also wanting to appreciate and love myself enough to produce things that are of the quality that I want them to be. So 
that kind of leads me to what am I going to do right now? And um, truly, honestly, I want to figure out a way to bring more money into my household so that Thomas and I can get a home of our own this year. Uh, my grandparents have been away for the week. They're in Hawaii on vacation, and it has been a really eye-opening experience to be here without them and the freedom, like the emotional freedom and just like being able to do things like not as carefully and not as planned and being able to do dishes whenever and laundry whenever and um, blast music if I want to and sing if I want to and walk around naked and just things that you you just can't do when you're sharing a house with um, other people. Um, we're, we're pretty good that like they're 90% of the time they're upstairs, 90% of the time we're downstairs. There's a door between us that's usually shut. So we are separate, um, but I still find myself being really self-conscious uh, all the time, making sure that I am just like being really aware of them and their needs and things like that. Um, so I know that for my continued mental health and development, I need a space of my own where I feel like I am like in charge of my space and myself and my time and my energy. Um, and so I want a place of my own. And while there is work that I'm excited to do one day, I don't think that that work, A, is within my ability to produce right now, and B, is particularly profitable. I don't think investigative journalism or ethnography or educational content about health and sustainability is very, um, I don't know, it's just like not that easily monetized um, in the short term. So that kind of led me to thinking like, well, what what can I do for Sapient Living? Because I really do want to run the business side of Sapient Living and I want to make it profitable and I want to grow community. Um, what could I do? And Thomas has been really good for like the, really for the last two weeks, he's really put himself aside and done everything he could to hold space for me to figure out what I love and what I care about and what I want to be doing. And he's given me a lot of support and time and to think about who I am and what I'm working on. And I, I care a lot about sustainable and healthy systems um, and lifestyle practices. And I also care a lot about self-care and burnout prevention and burnout prevention specifically among youth activists. Right now, I spend a lot of time on Twitter looking at different causes, like keeping up with uh, different things going on in the world. Um, I'm also putting a lot of energy into uh, Andrew Yang campaign on Twitter, retweeting things, staying involved, um, supporting the rest of the Yang gang, um, retweeting their stuff, grabbing conversations. Like it's a small thing to do, but um, I do have a small following and I have actually a bigger following than a lot of the other people that are doing that kind of thing. Um, so I've been doing that a lot. And so 
I know who I am and I know what I care about and I know what I want to do and I have a vision for my future. And so now it comes down to figuring out how to get there. And so talking to Thomas over the last couple of days, it's really clear that he wants to heal people. Um, He's already a clinician in Seattle working with homeless, mentally ill, and drug addicted clients, and he is really thriving in that work. And we've tried several different ways of creating um, kind of a business for him outside of that, and nothing really was calibrated right, and nothing felt perfect for him. Um, I don't mean that he's like picky, but just it wasn't a right fit to set him up in certain um, modalities and things like that. But he expressed to me that he was interested in producing ASMR. Um, And for those of you who don't know what ASMR is, it's basically a content style with um, auditory and visual triggers that relax people. Um, And we talked a lot about how much ASMR has helped me, particularly Reiki ASMR has helped me um, when I can calm down enough to consume a Reiki ASMR video. I feel that it is very um, soothing and healing for me specifically, um, in terms of like my PTSD and my anxiety disorder. I, it really, it really is like a tonic for my soul and my body and my mind. Um, and so we kind of played around with the idea of doing that, um, and made a couple things and that kind of stuff. And, um, today decided that, uh, Thomas would start studying to become a Reiki master so that he could incorporate his other healing modalities into that one specifically, because it's something that he can have access to becoming certified in now. And it doesn't cost very much to do so. Um, and then we thought about doing videos, but we're not, it's a, it's hard to do ASMR. It can be it's very subjective, and um, people like different sounds, and you have to have a perfectly quiet space. And um, we also like don't have the videography equipment that we would need to do it justice. So we've decided to just stick to audio. Um, and something that we're going to be working on together is motivational, affirmational, um, like guided healing meditations and different things like that. And we're going to be producing that content soon, just as soon as Thomas has his uh, Reiki master certificate so that he can um, put the Reiki into everything that we make. Um, and I I would really like to also become a Reiki master. I'm currently level two in the next step of his master. Um, but I just haven't really set aside the time to practice it as much as I would really need to in order to, um, feel comfortable taking on the master status. Like I could study and I could get qualified and certified in it, um, and get attuned, but I just, I'm not as consistent or dedicated to it as I would like. And so to kind of like come bring that all together. I'm going to be working on doing more Reiki on myself, one day working towards master's status um, so that I can embed Reiki energy into all the content that I make. Um, But also so that I, part of becoming a Reiki master for me is doing Qigong so that you are spending a lot of time with your body and bringing the chi in 
and all of that, which I think is going to help me so much to have that consistent movement practice and doing meditations, practicing Reiki on myself, um, one day practicing Reiki on others. Um, I believe that getting more committed to these healing modalities that I really strongly believe in, I just haven't put very much energy into doing. I'm more likely to like lay down, take a nap, watch YouTube, zone out, um, than doing the self-care that I talk about. And as somebody who has a company that wants to, like I want to teach self-care and healing practices to other people, um, I definitely know that the things that I already do for myself, like how I eat and how I live a non-toxic life and take my supplements and the movement practices that I do try and do and all of that like is already really good and it's very valuable to teach. But I know that for my body and my mind, I need to take it definitely up a couple notches so that I am healthy enough so that I can do things like be on more people's podcasts and create content that's um, challenging to do and can commit to more hours of work and um, different things like having healthy enough um, hands and muscles and joints so that I can type without my you know hands hurting right away. And there, there's just like, I'm not in the place I need to be at physically and mentally to do the work that I want to do one day. And I'm so happy to where I've gotten to, but I know that I need more healthy practices. I need to take even better care of myself to get where I want to get to one day, especially in terms of collaborations because um, I love collaborations, but they stress me out and then I get into a cycle of stress and my body is upset about it. So yeah, so the next things um, I'm going to be doing are very self-indulgently healthy, um, working towards a bigger picture. Uh, helping Thomas per- to produce content for the Sapient Living YouTube channel. And I'm just going to continue doing this podcast, and I'm not going to be doing the Sapient Living podcast for a little while um, just because it's I, I don't have it within my means to produce it in the quality that I want to. Um, so I'll work on other projects until I feel like I can return to it um, with a fresh perspective and uh, more energy, to be honest. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, feeling okay health-wise, but not great. And just knowing that um, for me, there's really no point in trying to move forward in anything if I'm already not feeling good because I'm just going to feel worse. So yeah, thanks um, for listening to this episode um, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.